the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, it's the Rob Black Podcast. You can hear Rob live every weekday morning from 10 to noon on 910 AM and talk910.com. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. Welcome in to Rob Black Show on talk910.com. Another day, another dollar. Markets are pulling back again. Slightly down 79 points on the Dow, down 26 points on the NASDAQ, down 11 points on the S&P. Something serious happened a few days ago when Reese was given, about this time last week, maybe a little bit longer, uh, over the weekend, maybe last weekend, Reese was given a big old bailout. And that's reason for Wall Street to panic. And that's reason for Wall Street to say, okay, let's wait and see what's going to happen next in the world to motivate us. Wall Street works off motivation. We saw China and the international markets doing well two years ago, a year and a half ago, and Wall Street started to recover from the Great Recession. Then we started seeing some evidence that the United States was starting to recover, albeit not in jobs, and Wall Street continued to recover. We got to an earnings season, which was glorious and fantastic. It was like the best sex you've ever had. We just went through that on Wall Street. It was glorious. I mean, it was, yeah, I am all that in a bucket of chicken. I'm going to go get some food in the refrigerator. I'll be right back. It was that good of a, of a, a earnings season. And I think the next one's going to be good, too, in the United States. Eh, slightly different, slightly weaker on some companies like Caterpillar, who have big international exposure to the euro and the Chinese yuan. China started bumping up credit demands or standards, so to speak, on real estate purchases in their country. And Greece got the flu. Now, what's happening is Greece has some problems with pensions and $150 billion bailout. I mean, the United States took a $700 billion bailout, to give you some perspective. That's a pretty big bailout for a country. We had a stimulus plan, and there's a similar to a stimulus plan. But what's interesting to note is it brings up the question on the other countries. And it also brings up Spain and Portugal and Ireland. But it also brings up the question on... What will people in Spain and Portugal and Greece do? You remember in the United States when our credit crisis hit, what did we do? We went to the bank and got our money. We were afraid of banks going under. People would call this show and say, I'm afraid my bank's going under. Should I go get my money out of Bank of America? And I go, boom, boom, bang, bang. <laughs> so people will take their money out of the bank, and thus banks will fail in Greece, and thus banks will fail in Portugal and Spain. So Right now, if I were to try to take advantage of this, I would be buying German bonds. That's what I would be doing if I was trying to take advantage of it. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke, get what I mean, get what I mean. But I think this will fix itself. I don't think it's going to be a disaster. I don't think it's going to be a 50% correction in the stock market. We had had two things, a glorious run on Wall Street for 13 to 14 months in a row. Time to take a little bit of a break. Is it a 10% correction? Is it a 20% correction? What is it? 
Is it just a slight pullback that refreshes? Just feel comfortable with where you are in your portfolios. That's important. You get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. This show's got a lot of moving parts. Calls, 800-345-5639. It also has a super secret podcast, which is a stock idea. And it's up on the website. We recorded it yesterday, so there's a brand new one up there today at talk910.com, talk910.com. We also have some emails. You can email me, rob, at robblack.com. Do not email me stock questions, anything but stock questions. You can email me, rob, at robblack.com. And for instance, Heidi's pretty young and pretty cutting edge and pretty hip. I'd say she's all that in a bucket of chicken, if you know what I mean. Um, She's put up some new music picks at the Talk 910 webpage, Talk 910 webpage. Plus, there's things like the video from Business Time, of which I received a hilarious email from Michael yesterday talking about how when he goes to bed now and his wife's coming to bed and he wants some sexy time, he starts singing it's business time. Um, and I said, your wife must hate me. She goes, he goes, no, quite opposite. So um, anyway, so the business time video is up at the website, talk910.com, talk910.com. So lots of moving parts. Now, I think if I were to find a, a story today that really just, it gets to me. It's, you know, how we spent 700 billion dollars trying to save trying to save the world 700 million dollars million dollars let me correct that our stimulus package and how big it is and or isn't is my stimulus package bigger than your stimulus package um one of the things that really upset me is how much money goes into areas that are just poorly spent like for instance we heard about this oakland's mayor Dellum getting part of this federal stimulus package and sending how do I say this? Urban youths to Santa Cruz. Sending urban youths to a very white neighborhood, Santa Cruz Beach, and basically saying, go enjoy what, what the affluent enjoy. Go enjoy what you can you can inspire yourself to be. And we spent stimulus money on that. And, and I mean, a lot of people are pissed off about that. They're angry about that. Like, that's not a good, like, why not give them education versus a dream? That they may or may not attain if they don't get an education. So today there's a, a report, and I, I kind of want you to play along with this, and maybe we'll put this up at our, our website today. BayAreaEconomy.org. BayAreaEconomy.org has an economic report on the recession and the recovery. And, you know, to start the story, you can find it at sfgate.com, sfgate.com. Political gridlock in Sacramento. It threatens the Bay Area's economy. There's no doubt about it. And it's undermining the educational system needed to train a 21st century workforce. Yesterday, I said, I'm moving out of the state at some point in time. It's too expensive. I could live like a king or I could live like a czar in in any other state in America. I love this state. I love the people of the state. But I understand why people who make $100,000, $300,000 a year want to leave the state. So the 70-page study, it analyzed the economy of the nine county Bay areas and it estimates that the region will rank in terms of gross domestic product of the country, um, that is the 25th after Saudi Arabia and Norway, but ahead of Austria and Taiwan. So it's a pretty hardcore, it looks at California and particularly the Bay Area as a country. We would be the 25th nation, country in the world, uh, as the Bay Area. So we're pretty big, we're pretty important. So the economy stinks, and Sacramento doesn't do much about it. I mean, good God, I mean... Cover of the examiner today. Broken state government is largest threat to local economy. 
And here I am doing a story that's kind of similar on the same idea, and it's taken from the report at BayAreaEconomy.org. And a broken state government is the biggest threat. And I don't think California is all gloom and doom. I do not think that. But I'm concerned in large part because our budget crisis is killing our schools. The report notes some of the ways education cuts hurt regional economies. And this is just to teach you. I mean, if you want your government to do anything, it's it supports schools, in my opinion, and infrastructure. Because when you support schools, you get people who earn money. The higher educated they are, the more money they make, the more money they make, the more taxes they pay. So the report says the declining quality of lower education makes families reluctant to put their kids in public school, which affects quality of life. The report states that college-level cuts make it harder for students to train for the best-paying jobs and diminishes the regional talent pool essentially to an economy based on innovation. And again, we're not saying gloom and doom. We're not. The region's 7 million people constitute just 2% of the U.S. population, but account for about 3% of its gross domestic product. So the United the California, Northern California, we are super important to our nation. We really earn our, our way. The Bay Area remains a world center for startups. It attracts 20% of all global, global venture capital. So people who want to say, let's come up with something innovative and help society and do something that's never been done before, one out of five of those dollars in the world comes to us in the Bay Area. The Bay Area is home to 7% of the world's largest 500 companies, as ranked by Fortune um, in the 2009 survey. So we got a lot of going with us. But the income gap between rich and poor, it's gone up since 2000, and it's worse than any other large city in America. So, and that includes Boston, Atlanta, New York, Seattle, San Diego, Austin, Los Angeles, and Houston. And it's a trend that's pronounced basically in every major metropolitan area, but it's really super pronounced here. The haves versus the have-nots. And again, the reason part of this trend is happening is because of education. Between the top and the bottom of who can we educate to take new jobs. And quite honestly, the the lower income you are, the lower opportunity your kids have to go to great schools. So we had a call yesterday from a guy in Marin who is sending his kids to private schools. Even though he pays all the California taxes for public schools, he's like, I'm sending my kids to private school. He made, I think, 300000 is what he said, two hundred to 300000 so fundamental restructuring as far as distribution of income, I'm not calling for that. I'm calling for our government to, to not be broken. Broken state government, it's the largest threat. So if you elect anyone, and right now I know that there's this guy in San Francisco who's, who's basically trying to make, break the unions. And one of the things he's trying to do is the, the, the muni bus operators. He's trying to say, you've got too many freaking fracking perks that the average American doesn't have. You got too many glorious days off. You got too many in in day breaks, and it's costing us hundreds of millions of dollars. I want you to elect people like that, people who who have to go back and fix the system, not reinvent the system, but fix the system. And again, if you're a muni bus operator, I'm not against you. I'm just saying our system is so massively broken. We have to look everywhere where government, local, and state money goes to. We have to look at it. Starting on Saturday, they're cutting the muni bus schedule. A lot of people are going to find getting to work takes a lot longer. They're going to be really angry. So the system's broken, it's, it, and it ain't coming back anytime soon. I got a good show for you today. Holy mackerel, you're not going to believe this. Today, we got Dan Risnowski, the voice of the San Jose Sharks, because they play tonight. They're up 3 nothing against Detroit. Woohoo! Sweet. Today, we're also going to be talking to Kim Commando about the terrorist and how he got caught in New York City. And ultimately, through 
technology. Things like Craigslist brought him down, which is interesting to note. And we got Maggie O'Connell talking reverse mortgages in the last 15 minutes of the show today. So we got tons of content. I've got a new car coming out in 2015 that what you may want to invest in or believe in. I got all sorts of content. Weekend movie review. Got that as well. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM, 800-345-5639. The show's nothing without your phone calls. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. More stimulating talk. It's like blowing 10 grand in Vegas on the first day and then making it all back and more on the second. The Rob Black Show on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Welcome back into the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Sometimes I do on this show the signs of the apocalypse. And one of the signs, obviously, you know, uh, it's typically when something ridiculous happens in society. Now, I got to report something wonderful that's happened in society to, to be kind of like the anti-sign of the apocalypse or the reverse of the sign of the apocalypse. Ratings came out for American Idol, and they're the lowest they've been since the first season. So America is finally getting it. American Idol sucks. People who watch American Idols suck. It's a basically glorified um, singing competition karaoke. It sucks. Has it produced some some winners? Yes. Has it wasted most of America's time? That is an absolute big old yes. And is it going to suck? Is it going to suck next year? It's going to suck even more next year when the only thing compelling about the show, Simon Cowell, leaves. Let's go to Tony in Nevada. Tony? 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 Yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Love your show. You're very kind. What's up? Well, you know, I, I, uh, I've just been on the phone all morning with AT&T because somebody got hold of my wife's Social Security number and set up a phone number in Vallejo against which a bunch of collect calls were made. And so, you know, I'm trying to get that resolved, and now I'm thinking, well, geez, maybe I better take a little more proactive approach about preventing this kind of stuff, and I'm trying to find out the best service, if there is even a good service out there to use. I, I've heard about LifeLock, but I'm just not, you know, are they the best? Are there other options out there to help prevent this type of identity theft happening in the future? Yeah, that's a good question. And I'm not a big fan of the services that you have to pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, preventing, obviously, a, a big issue. And you know, obviously, some of the things you could do is get a mailbox with a lock on it. That's probably the number one thing that you could do because a lot of the information that you get out there, um, it, it's stolen directly from you. So I would consider that. So don't put outgoing mail, especially bills, in the curbside mailboxes. I, if you can use a locked mailbox or a slot at home, pay for it. Um, don't write your account on the outside of envelopes containing bill payments. When you're out of town, have the post office hold your mail. Make sure nobody's standing near you at the ATM machine. Pay your bills online using a secure site if you can. Never, ever give out your credit card number on the Internet unless you are totally encrypted on a secure site. 
I try to use only Amazon.com for all my internet purchases because I trust them. Yeah. So that, that little sign, Vera. What's that Vera sign? Little Vera sign, little key lock thing that pops up. Is that valid? I mean, if you see that, can you trust the site? I think you can trust it as much as you can trust giving your credit card to a 18 year old waitress okay. at, at a restaurant. Um, I'm more worried about that because I was that 18 year old waiter, and uh, I saw a lot of my coworkers um, jacking up tips. For instance, you would write, you'd try to screw them, and like on a $18 check, you'd write a dollar, and uh-huh. they'd change it to $11. Oh. And because uh, all you got to do is put a little one in front of it and paper says you signed it. Yeah. Um, so you got to be very cautious on that. I think you want to, and thanks for the call, you want to examine your credit reports from the major national credit reportings. If you give out personal or financial information from a public phone or cell phone, make sure no one's listening. You want to minimize the number of identification and credit cards you carry. The more cards you carry, the more problems could create. You want to cancel all credit cards that you haven't used in the last six months. Um, I think you want to write to the Direct Marketing Association and having your name taken off direct mailing lists. And that website or that uh, email is Direct Marketing Association. Direct Marketing Association. Um, next line is Mail Preference Service. Mail Preference Service. P.O. Box 643, Carmel, Carmel, New York, 10512. And say, I want off. Um you want to call the credit reporting industry for the same exact thing? If you, How about this? How about you send me an email, and I'll send you a, a list of things you can do as far as, like, you can call the credit reporting agency industry, and, like, you basically it's an extra measure to stop credit card and insurance solicitations from coming to your home, um, like using traveler's checks versus personal bank checks uh, when you're traveling. It's, don't carry your Social Security card in your wallet. I mean, there's so many little things like that. I have my social security card in my wallet because I moved in the last year and I didn't want it lost in the move. So another thing that you can do, and I recommend that you do, is contact the credit reporting agencies and and have them put in your account. And there's three big ones. Have them put in your account that you do not want in any way, shape, or form any new credit. You want no new accounts opened. And there, you're done. The way... LifeLock works is they put into your file, call 1-800-LIFELOCK on any credit increase. So what happens is in your files at Experian and Equifax and TransUnion, if anyone opens up credit on you, including yourself, it will they the credit company will go and look at your Experian credit report or they'll look at your TransUnion credit report or they'll look at your Equifax tr- credit report. And they'll say, oh, Rob's got an 800 score and he's got a high paying job. Oh, look, there's a little note here that says from LifeLock, call us before you open up any credit report, any new credit. Now, you can do the same exact thing. You can say, call Tony at, I'm assuming your number is my, my number, 888-HOT-HOT. So that's H-O-T dash H-O-T-T. So have the credit bureau call you. So there's a lot of little things you could do. I mean, things like, and I know you don't do this. I know you don't do this. Check your, you know, uh, balance your checkbook. Take a look at your online statements every month and, and make sure that it's A-OK. But if you need some more ideas, um, I have them. Send me an email, rob at robblack.com, rob at robblack.com, and uh, I'll certainly get that out to you. Now, what, what stinks is fixing your credit report and fixing your identity theft. Um, it just stinks. It takes time and it takes money. So... Uh, in my credit bureaus, I have call me before opening any new credit. 
uh, because I don't want to deal with identity theft in any way, shape, or form. Sorry you have to go through that. 800-345-5632 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5632 to get your calls in the air. Kind of interesting. Uh, big story today out of Japan. And this is tied towards Toyota Motor. Now, Toyota obviously has a... Wait, wait. What? What? That's not our phone number. What was I saying? <laughs> it's a... Uh, what is it? What did I say? Did I have a stroke? 5639. 5639 is our phone number. What did I say? 5632. No. Yeah, you did twice. I don't know why, where you got that. I think I had a stroke. I think you did too. So what's our number? Is it 888-HOT-HOT? Yes. 5639. 5639. 5639. 5639. I bet Ron Owens doesn't forget the phone number. It's Bell's Candy W. Does it? It does. 800-345-5639. Wow, I think I had a stroke. If not that, I've got gas. One of the two. So, anyway, Toyota, big story out of Japan. Biggest seller of hybrid cars. Massive recalls. Massive problems. Thank you. They're talking about making fuel cell vehicles. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Fuel cell vehicles? Not a hybrid vehicle? You mean a, a car that runs on hydrogen and basically pollutes the environment to the tune of water vapor? Well, fuel cells, and this was a big, big, big story in the late 1990s. There was companies like Ballard Power that, you know, rose to power because they were making fuel cell buses. And there's only one out there in the world, but they had it kind of thing. And buses that don't pollute fuel cells? Really cool. So ultimately, Toyota says that they've cut the costs of making a fuel cell vehicle by about 90% since the mid-2000s. And now they feel that they can get the first retail hydrogen model out at about $50,000. Now, it's going to be a sedan. Who wants to pay $50,000 for a sedan? That's the, the teeter-totter game that we play. The first model is going to be a sedan. It's going to be a driving range equal to a gasoline-powered car. Uh, a Japanese car maker has cut production cost by about a tenth of earlier estimates. that ran as high as a $1 million per car. And it would need to cut current costs by about half before it starts massive retail sales. Now, their target is we don't lose too much money. Now, offering hydrogen cars that don't sell at loss may boost support for the technology, which other car companies would get behind and start funding. Toyota plans to sell an affordable model in the United States. Um, 2015, it looks like. So the car maker is going to set a price of about 50000 and that market would be small, but it would have some support because water vapor is the kicker here. California, Japan, Germany, and South Korea are all promoting fuel cell vehicles, trying to curb greenhouse gases as the only exhaust in the car is vapor. Now, fuel cells, layers of plastic film coated with platinum sandwiched between metal plates. It makes electricity in a chemical process combining hydrogen and oxygen. So cutting the expenses, and that's what it's all about, smaller, cheaper, faster. And shifting from lower volume assembly to mass production would lead to further cost reduction. So Toyota seems to be on this. Good for them. Hydrogen is the most abundant element in the universe. And you can use it forever and ever. It's Rob Black Show, 800-345-5639. 800-345-5639. Coming up, Kim Commando and how to catch a terrorist. Listening to the Rob Black Show on 9:10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Call Rob now at 1-800-345-5639. I just saw, and 
Who am I? I'm Rob Black. You're listening to the Rob Black Show. I just saw that a company that's publicly traded called IMAX, they've announced that they've signed an agreement with Russian retail and entertainment developer to install an IMAX theater in the city of Krasnodar. Now, again, there's some things that I'm not going to even figure out, and I don't even want to try to figure out if you know what I'm saying. Um, where is Krasnodar? I don't know. I know that IMAX has growth opportunities ahead of them, and I like to see that realized. I think that's uh, critically important because I like press releases like this. Am I going to invest in a press release like this? Not a chance on the planet. I'm not crazy. But at the same time, do I want to see it? Yes. There's a big difference between investing in a press release and investing in a business model. And I got to push you. I got to push you to always look for the business model. So um, IMAX, ticker symbol IMAX, has had a great run in the last 52 weeks. A fantastic run. Thank you, Avatar. They probably should say thank you, Avatar, because I just said it for them. In large part, why have they had such a great big run? It's tied towards movie companies, movie theaters, wanting to take make more money. It comes down to it's just that kind of simple. Movie theaters want to pull in more revenue. Now, more revenue doesn't automatically equal a hit or a home run, but like, for instance, average movie ticket prices have jumped 8% in the last year. Now, keep in mind, we're coming out of a recession, and to see movie tickets jump 8%, it's largely responsible for the 3D screens brought to you by IMAX, ticker symbol IMAX. Don't buy it at a 52-week high. That would be crazy. Don't do it. Joining us now, the one, the only digital goddess, Kim Commando. How are you, Kim? I'm terrific, Rob. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Your, 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 your producer sends us the topic a day before sometimes. Yes. And her topic yesterday was very titillating. What was it? It was tied towards how to catch a, a terrorist. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was like Fajil Shahzad, and I can't say the name. How, I, know, I can't either. <laughs> a video cell phone and Craigslist tipped off the feds. That's a pretty good tease. Can you deliver on the goods? Um, of course I can. Okay, okay. Well, Times Square, number one, is loaded with video cameras, right? Yes. And so the city security cameras, what they did is they captured these images of the SUV that were later found to contain the explosive device. But what we see on these video cameras is somebody driving the car up, parking the car. And I don't know if you saw some of the uh, some of the pictures. They saw one guy that appeared to be in his 40s. They thought it was him. He was standing by the SUV. He looked over his shoulder. He removed a layer of clothing. I mean, so the, the point here is with the video cameras, they could do a whole complete reenactment of that block and to see exactly who was there and when they were there when they dropped off the car. Now, with the cell phone, what's interesting about the cell phone is that he thought, well, first of all, we know that this guy isn't the sharpest tool in the shed, right? But I, I suppose. Well, you know, if you look at, you know, he was trying to do it, and he didn't quite pull it off altogether. But, uh, and then, of course, there were mistakes made along the way by Homeland Security, no doubt. But with the cell phone, he thought that he would be really smart and use a disposable cell phone. And so that this way would be a prepaid phone. But what they did is they, they put this phone number into a database, and then they found out who and where this person was calling. So then they could figure out who the guy was. Then they go, they figure out, they, they look at the VIN number on the SUV, and they trace that back to this guy who says, you know what, I sold that car on Craigslist. And then, but here are the emails from the guy that bought it. So they trace the emails back down to this guy's house. So, so, so see how all this data that is collected about us 
that unknowingly as you're walking through the streets, you're buying something on Craigslist, you're using a prepaid phone, that inevitably it can all be tracked back to you, you, you personally. That's creepy, Kim. Well, it's very big brother. It, it is when you think about all the individual components that it, but it was this, this trail of clues, this digital trail of clues that was left by uh, Fasal that allowed the government to go in and, and to track it. Now, if we look at all these digital clues, that's one side, but the other side is that this guy was on a do not fly list, you know, and nobody updated the database. And they barely caught him. Barely caught him, and and no red flags. That was thing that 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 I was sitting there going, I was dumbfounded. No red flags. This guy shows up and pays cash for a one way ticket. You know, that's fantastic. I'm glad that you brought that up because that cash is in the news today, Kim. Where how did a guy who's unemployed get that amount of cash to get an SUV and a ticket to Saudi Arabia? And that's going to be traced back to somebody at some point in time. Absolutely. And, and because you have all the records of money going back and forth, in as much as it, they may try to funnel it through Dubai and they may try to do something. You know, it, it's, it's interesting that when you – we recently had a, an advertiser where the money came to us through Dubai. And I was sitting there going, oh, you know, what is this? How is this working out? But it was interesting to me that when the money was coming from uh, an American advertiser through Dubai, that we knew exactly where that was along the way. And when the paperwork came in, it had a um, almost a digital photograph of the person that did the wire, their passport number, their you know country of origin, all this information on a wire transfer. Now, with that said, let's pretend I'm a terrorist, Kim. Yes. How can I not get caught? What would you, what advice would you have given this guy? Oh, I don't know if I want to help the terrorists out. Oh, come on, how about help us freaky Californians who don't like Big Brother? Um, there are services that you can use. Okay, um, and they're called proxies. And it doesn't mean though that that you could still not be found. Uh, a proxy, like for example, there's there's one called Tor. There's one called Jab. And what happens is you're sitting there in San Francisco. And so, but what you do is you're going to route your traffic through this proxy in the Netherlands. And when you do that, well, for example, when you go to Google, it's going to be <laughs> in the language of wherever the proxy is located. You're going to see ads from that particular country. It's going to look just as if you're from that country. And even when you, if you want to say, what is my IP? When you look at your IP number, it's going to say that you're in Germany or the Netherlands or wherever this particular proxy is located. But you have to remember that in, in order to get to the proxy, you have to what? Get there, right? Right, right. So even though you are in San Francisco and everybody on the Internet thinks you're in Germany, um, don't think that you could do something illegal and then still not be tracked to your home there in San Francisco. Mm. Okay, good stuff. Well, anything else cooking for this weekend show, Kim? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about digital cameras for summer vacation, and then there's this big Facebook privacy problem right now that they're automatically signing you up for these apps, and they had a flaw this past week. It just seems like Facebook is just having this time and time again. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that as well as, you know, I just have, like, the greatest callers. Really? I do. Mine kind of suck. Do they? If you could send me one or two. I get, I get about, well, it depends upon the weekend, but I get at least 50,000 calls per hour. You're making that up. Not at all. I don't get 50,000 calls in 10 years. <laughs> and they're all from your mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom's senile, so that, that makes sense. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I now just, you made me feel bad. <laughs> no, I just made that up. I'm creating fiction. 
Okay. So thanks for joining me, Kim. Have a great day. Kim Commando. She can be heard Sundays from 1 to 3 on this very station. 1 to 3. She's a, a wonderful woman. Wonderful woman. I dig her. So I kind of got a chemistry with her, I think. Or at least I think so, even though she probably doesn't know the chemistry as well. Sales of sultry lingerie amongst women 40 and older are on the rise because of sex in the city and because of Cougar Town. That's all I got to say. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's the Rob Black Show, 910 AM. More stimulating talk. you want to be able to afford your midlife crisis it's the rob black show on 9 10 a.m more stimulating talk call now 1-800-345-5639 you might think that this next story idea concept is about the one toothiness that is tennessee but it's much much more it's about you and how i relate it to you is the genius that is rob black Yes, I'm starting to get full of myself again. My ego is starting to get bigger than my my big old head that has its own type of gravity system tied towards it. Anyway, Nashville's music community is being devastated. What started out as a big old heavy weekend rain last weekend in the southeast, it's turned into flooding that's killed 19 people. Can you imagine in this day and age, in the 21st freaking fracking century... People in America die because of rainstorms. That makes <laughs> no sense. Now you're making me look evil there, Heidi, because I didn't really <laughs> laugh like that. So I can talk over my laughter and prove that it's actually not me. <laughs> so the rain, of course, hits Tennessee. And if you've ever been in Tennessee, oh, my God, it's 18 hours left to right. It's a long state. It's a wide state. It's not very tall. It's very wide. And there's three basic cities, and that's it. So I think there's Lexington, then there's Nashville, and then there's the city on the, the river. Um, Memphis. No, that's Tennessee. Now I'm all confused. Oh, that's right. That's right. I got that right. So anyway, um, I think I've had a stroke. <laughs> I think I've had a stroke. Anyway, the Grand Ole Opry is sitting under six feet of water right now. And that's going to be a lot of damage to a lot of the historic collections inside that. Now, Nashville is a pretty hip city right now. It's got a lot of young people with a lot of young jobs. If you were to move somewhere outside the state of California, Nashville's not a bad place to consider. Now, again, it is the, the one toothiness that is Tennessee, but it's not that bad. As far as uh, affordability goes, as far as well-paying jobs go, I'd consider it if I was in a tough bind. So anyway, country artists themselves have been affected. Kenny Chesney, he was obviously in another state because he is the all-powerful Kenny Chesney, Nashville rocker. Um, his home engulfed in water. And his gym ruined, his collection of sports memorabilia ruined. Um, everything, his public says, says his house is going to be condemned. So his house is going to be condemned. Kenny Chesney's house is going to be condemned? I know you're saying, who's Kenny Chesney? Um, other things, Keith Urban. I think... Um, Keith Urban also another rocker, and he's lost all of his uh, road equipment and all of his guitars and amps and everything. And again, this story is only out there. Again, 17 people died. I think that's the much bigger story than hearing about Brad Paisley's losing his guitar and his amps and his effects under three feet of river. 
and Dirk's Bentley, you know, his his house being flooded and his home's all messed up. I think the reason I, I tie out this story is, first and foremost, you probably don't think of Nashville as a very floodable city. You probably don't think of it as a very floodable city. But then on top of it, you don't think, well, Kenny Chesney probably, probably his house would, you know, would be safe, right? Here's Kenny Chesney. I turned on the evening news, saw an old man being interviewed, turning a hundred and two today. The lesson here is, him what's the <laughs> Heidi gives us a big thumbs down. You don't know good music. <laughs> I'm going to start a fight with her over country music. Something I absolutely positively refuse to listen to. I will now stand by and say, that is the heart of America. That's 90% you San Francisco snob. Anyway, um, flooding. You need to go through your house today. And look what's on the ground. For instance, in my garage, I've got all my old newsletters from when I first started in the business. And to me, these things are priceless because I'm recommending Apple, you know, 15 years ago. I'm looking into it kind of thing. Can, there was an article that I wrote called, Can Apple Be Saved? And then it was the answer was maybe. And B was a company that did an operating system that, you know, ultimately Apple, instead of Gil Emilio, uh, before Steve Jobs or in between Steve Jobs, Gil Emilio decides to go and uh, you know shop around for a new operating system because their their operating system wasn't all that in a bucket of chicken yet. So ultimately, they they look at a company called B, and B had a cool tagline. It was like "Be cool, be smart, be be productive, be." You know, it was a pretty cool tagline compared to what Microsoft had. And there was another company called Next, which uh, was run by Steve Jobs, who left Apple to go work there. And long story short, or go create there. Um, long story short, um, I have this great article on Apple. And uh, I was dating a girl named Juliet who was a, a graphic designer, and she designed a beautiful, beautiful, uh, you know, Apple um, story. And it, it was a lot of fun doing a newsletter back then. Anyway, long story short, it's on the ground, and if there's flooding, I'm screwed. I live on a creek, and I'm not even thinking, you know? Screwed. So Kenny Chesney House is ruined. It's going to be condemned. That's pretty amazing stuff. So what is the lesson to you? Go look at your insurance and figure out what you're insured on what you're not. For instance, I've got a tree in my backyard on the creek that it could fall and hit a neighbor's house. It could. It could fall and innocently do nothing. I owned the property up to half of the creek. How do you technically call half the creek? Well, I guess you don't, right? So anything on my side falls into the neighbor's side and hits his house, I'm responsible for. The question is, what if the creek rises, causes a flood... The flood causes the tree to fall on my neighbor's house. Am I insured on that? I should make sure because that could be millions of dollars. That could be a million. You know, if it hurts someone, I'm screwed. So I need to make sure that my insurance covers an act of God flood. Keep in mind that, you know, Hurricane Katrina, people found out in New Orleans, yes, they had hurricane insurance, but they didn't have flood insurance, which is just totally ridiculous. Flood is considered an act of God, hurricane not so much in the world of the insurance company. So you need to learn from Kenny Chesney. If you learn anything today is that you need to make sure that you update your insurance and or look at your insurance. Now, before we went to break, I talked jokingly with Kim Commando, who I find to be a very good-looking woman. I think she's 50-plus. So I'm probably not allowed to say that on air, but I think she's 50-plus. She's at least 45-plus. Anyway, Cougar. Right? Sales of lingerie for older women making a huge comeback. Sex in the City 
and Cougar Town basically empowering women. Well, basically showing women's sexual antics in the bedroom in their 40s and 50s with much younger partners being credited for bringing women back to limited. Limited owns Victoria's Secret and positive female role models such as Courtney Cox and Cougar Town and the old hags from Sex and the City. Um, basically, women over 40 are rediscovering their figures. And it used to be 20-somethings that would go in and get a little lingerie and you know push up the boobs and, and, and the thongs and the stockings and the suspenders. Now it's women over 40, and we have to thank for that, Cougar Town. And uh, that's all I got for you on that story, and I've put my foot deep in my mouth, and it tastes a little bit, little bit footsy. Elsewhere in the world of media and news... An Ohio woman tried to rob a bank. And I love this this middle part of America story. The middle part of America is, I, f- I think, kind of filled with dumb people. It's like the coast draw people out. Uh, the smart people get sucked out of the, the middle part of America. You can find smart people in the middle part of America, but ultimately they moved the coast. So an authority in Ohio says a woman tried to rob a bank with a note and then attempted to eat it once she saw a uniformed officer in line behind her. So FBI Special Agent Harry Trombetis says the woman wearing sunglasses handed the teller the note at basically a branch, and then she saw this off-duty officer behind her, and she tries to eat the note. She got arrested on the spot. Still awaiting Class her. A, moron. Still awaiting her court appearance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I guess my advice there, because I'm, I'm full of advice, I'm chock full of advice, chock full of beans, chock full of advice, is if you are going to rob a bank, you should probably look around and make sure there's no officers of the law in the bank with you. Let's do a quick email or two. To get your emails to me, drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. <laughs> There's a letter in your mailbox. You are having new mail in your inbox. Mm, you've got mail. You've got mail. Pattern baldness. There is a message for you. Prepare to be astonished. So yesterday I did a talk about people leaving California and how ultimately it's just so expensive to live here and you have to work really, really hard to succeed here. And Jeff sends an email. He goes, I'm a contractor. Listen to your show anytime I can. I sat in by the elderly woman with diabetes and her 76 year old husband who called in on Tuesday. She mentioned having raised a lot of kids and how she basically has nothing. So where are they? He says, having raised and educated five of our own, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I'm 20 years younger, so instead of being 70, he's 50. I figure that I still have enough life to prepare for our older years, but if I fail, I'm sending the kids a bill. It'll be sort of payback time. And that comes from Jeff. And here's the thing, Jeff. And this is the, I think this is the one of the biggest problems that we have in our society as far as aging goes. A lot of people think they're going to inherit their parents' money or their house. And let's say I've got four brothers. And my mom's 75 plus. She's pushing 80, to be quite honest with you. And when she dies, the house is going to be a pretty big asset. My brother Clint wants to move into the house because eh, life's been tough on him. He hasn't saved as much money as Rob and David have. So me, Rob, David, Michael, and Peter, we all want to sell the house because we find it creepy, the idea of living in our parents' house. So we're going to ask Clint, pay us cash for the house, or we're selling it and giving you your, your share. So sometimes there's these expectations, um, and what's even worse, here's what's even worse. What happens if a spouse says, I want that as a vacation home, and then one brother wants to live in it, 
and three other brothers want it sold on the spot. And then one brother's wife basically becomes a problem to the four other brothers. So you got to be really careful about your expectations on the future with family uh, because spouses tend to kind of become a cancer or ruin families in the times of how do you split assets. Um, I've seen so many wills that are so effed up, crazy, messed up, where parents are giving one kid more money than another kid. And all that's doing is not saying that they were your favorite. All it's saying is that these two kids are going to hate each other for the rest of their lives and that you're the the cause of that. So start thinking about your future and how you're going to handle your future and don't assume anything when it comes to family. You're listening to the Rob Black Show on 910 AM. Coming up, headline news. And right after that, Dan Rusinowski of the San Jose Sharks. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 